Hey everyone, it's Shane Chapman from the Ultimate Deck Podcast. I want to catch your ear for a second here. If you haven't heard yet, I'm a dancer. That's not entirely true, but I've been nominated and have accepted the opportunity to dance in a fundraiser called Swinging with the Stars. Works just like the TV show Dancing with the Stars, where I have become somehow recognized as a celebrity in my city. And I've been paired with a professional dancer who's been teaching me over the last few weeks how to dance. And then we're going to perform this performance in front of 1,200 people. Now, the purpose of doing this is to raise money for Hope's Home. Hope's Home is a medically integrated daycare that allows children who need 24-hour supervision to go to daycare, allow their parents to get out of the house, give them some social freedoms, but they've actually got medical staff and uh, access while at this daycare to take care of these kids with special needs. And so this is a fantastic cause. It's why I'm doing it. This is not something I'm comfortable with doing. I'm not a dancer, but I've said yes because it's so, so, so important to to raise money for good causes like this. So if you would have it in your heart to vote for me, go to www.votes.com. That's vote swinging with the stars, swts.com. Choose Shane and Nikki and donate whatever amount you feel appropriate. I thank you so much for that. It's 149, people. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. With your host, Shane Chapman and Way Laurent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Remember that song? <laughs> I know you didn't do that on purpose, but that is totally the right sound. <laughs> yes. That was the most suitable blooper ever. <laughs> Rebecca Black. I didn't do that on purpose at all. I thought you did it, and then I looked over and was like, I can't touch You're that not touching shit. anything. Oh my God, I yeah. did that by accident. You did it by accident. What great timing. Rebecca Black Friday. People yes. on the Instagram don't know what we're talking about. They'll have to listen later to hear the full effect of that. Yeah, Rebecca Black. That was the, whatever yeah. happened to her. Uh, like she, I saw a TikTok of her the other day, and and people were asking what happened to Rebecca Black, <laughs> and apparently she's gay. That's, that's what the happened. thing. <laughs> like, I don't okay. know. It was the most. It was the most. It's the most YouTube song every Thursday and Friday. I feel like that's not Still. the way. I feel like that wasn't the answer to the question. I don't know. I feel like. She's on TikTok. <laughs> that's what happened. Like if you happen to ask somebody, hey, what have you been up to for the last six years? Oh, still just straight. That's what like, she that's said. That's not how you would answer that. <laughs> that's so what why, she said. So why would you be like, oh, what's happened the last six uh, She's gay now. Okay. Uh, I guess she'd be gay her entire life. Probably not. I was going to say probably not just now. <laughs> Uh, half hit wonder. I disagree. That was a huge song. It was a huge song. Friday. Mostly that's because a full, that's a full one hit wonder. There's a lot of like, uh, marketing studies done on that song because of the psychological triggers in it. I remember hearing something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the, the song talks about Thursday and Friday and that happens every week, no matter what. <laughs> so it's like a constant reminder to go to the song. I see. That's what the study came up with, hey? That's what the study came up with. $20,000 and they're like, you guys know that Friday (laughs) almost always comes after Thursday. Yep, exactly. Uh, We did know that. I'm sure the song... Therefore, people are reminded to listen to the song all the time. Uh, It's called called Friday. It's called Friday. That's the name of the song too, isn't it? I think so. But like, people don't always watch the movie, Ice Cube's movie, Friday... Because it's Friday, so that doesn't explain all of it. It's called Next Friday. Not like you get, you would no, never. That was the sequel. 
Oh, it was Friday and then the sequel was next Friday. That's what it was called next Friday, Bryce. I've never seen the first one. Good Lord. (laughs) I've only seen the sequel. I didn't realize there was a first one. Oh, boy. On the Instagram here, uh, I don't know how you say this, Packline is lost. (gasps) Clearly never tuned into the podcast before. Sorry, bud. For everybody else, they're very comfortable with this nonsense. That's how it goes. Bryce, what do you got today? Hibbity hibbity uselessness. What you got? Well, I composed a list that I probably should have saved for a later episode. Okay. But we're going to do we'll it anyway. On, we'll get on to the topic <laughs> instead then. Five things you will only ever buy once in your life. Five things you'll only ever buy once in your life. Or you should. Will or should? Both. <laughs> You five things only, you only God, I feel only like I want to make some guesses here. Once. That you only ever need to buy once if in your you life. Buy it, if you buy it, you should never need to buy it again. And are these things that like the average person would have? A few of them. Yes. Holy smokes, what would this be? An engagement ring? Uh, wedding uh, ring? Uh, I don't know. How do you only <laughs> that buy that? That would have been once? on the list ten years ago, but <laughs> yeah. it's like nowadays you're divorce, probably gonna get two or three. Divorce rates are pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Um Um Underwear. No, you should definitely buy. Oh, you more should buy those more frequently than, unless you don't use underwear. Life. But then, why would you ever buy it? Um, how about? Uh, well, what about a deck? Oh, great segue! <laughs> great segue! A deck built on Fortress Evolution steel framing and decorators' uh, mineral-based comps at decking because it ain't going anywhere. Nothing to rot. Exactly. Once you buy once. it once, you buy it once. I win. Unless you get a new house. Which most people have more than one house. Is a house now in their life? Once. No, it's not. So what the hell one number of- one, cast iron skillet. If you ever oh, yeah. buy one, you should never ever buy one again, even uh, if it's yeah, rusted. You shouldn't. Yeah, that's right. Because you can fix it. Mark uh, Western Lumber says life insurance. That's a pretty good guess. Yeah, that's pretty. Is it's that on a good there? Guess. Is it's it not on, on here. Not on but, there. Uh, uh, here's another one. Good tools. If you invest in a good quality uh, nope. set of tools. Nope. No? I'm not buying that. Oh, it was on here. Uh, Western Lumber says, Tuds doesn't always follow that theory. We'll have a podcast whenever whenever we do one. Not on Thursdays, right? Maybe like maybe we should do them on Fridays so that the song triggers us to do a podcast. We oh, should listen to that song. Good idea. We USMC, should make our own song. USMC says a grave plot. That's a good one. Probably only going to buy one of those. Yeah. You likely don't, that on the list. You don't good settle one, on that and then be like, yeah, I want to upgrade. upgrade. Not I, super happy with the one I bought. I think before. I'm getting cremated, right? Yeah. What else we got here? Engagement and wedding rings. Yep. I mean, those are well. Wow, that's those the trilogy thing. items. Engagement and wedding rings. I feel like people. Packline asked if we're from Canada. Yes, we are. This person's really interested in what's happening here. Yes. They're unfamiliar with what's going on. I don't know why. Curious about who we are, what we're doing. Welcome, Packline. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Who else? Like, there's a good crew in here right now. Okay, let's. What's number two? Number two. I like the cast iron. That is true. You would you would pass that kind of stuff down. So, yes. Yes. I don't so have one. Good tools, they say. <laughs> oh yeah, good tools. No, like what? No. Well, no. What kind of tool is if you For actually the average person? Well, they say. don't buy good tools. The average person doesn't buy good tools. Right. So you should buy good tools. <laughs> but. The only person that would buy like good, high quality tools is people that use them all the time. And it doesn't matter how much, like how good quality they are. They're not going to last 50 years. Mm. Old tools seem to have. 
there's probably some guys that are like, this was my grandfather's hand planer. Sure. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. it's been passed down. Sure. But it, like even for the amount of time that you use them, like the average person probably won't ever need to buy more than one drill in there and almost their entire life. Oh man, those things are disposable. <laughs> They're built to fail. They're built to fail. Yeah, the cheaper you go, the shorter the life is. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I, I also found there's... There's a company out there called Darn Tough Socks. Come on. Are you claiming you only have to buy socks $30 one time? $30 a pair, and they have an unconditional lifetime guarantee. Yeah, because they won't be around. They, they've they been around for the last 25 years. Shut up. Yeah. And they claim you have to buy, like, not that you have to buy one pair, but that you could buy, like, a, right. a you, week's worth of socks. If you buy it. And they socks. will last your entire lifetime. They have a lifetime guarantee. Get out of here. Yeah. What are they called? I want some of these socks. I like 30 bucks is a steal if that's true. Darn tough. Darn tough socks. $30 a pair. Yeah. Unconditional lifetime. So if they fail. If they fail. They you they just send you a new pair? Yeah. You don't even you just have to send So they're the, the Oakleys, pair. the Oakleys of the socks world. Do Oakleys do that? I think they have like well, I don't know. They used to have a pretty stand up like lifetime warranty, didn't they? You lose them, you sit on them, whatever. They'd oh, I didn't them. know that they had that. That's why the Oakleys could charge you $200 for a pair of plastic sunglasses. Because I found another sunglass company called Sun God Sunglasses that offers a oh. unconditional lifetime guarantee. Yeah, that's good. I kind of put them in together. That's there. good. That's a good one. I'm curious. So are the socks like, are they, are they, are they, they built, just look like wool they're, socks. They're built different. They're built it. They're Vermont tough. Are they like, they're probably, they're not just like regular cotton socks. Those wear out. No. It's like they're made out of chain mail. They're it's one. like you only have to do it once. Yeah, we but just why would I ever? in titanium to every other strand. <laughs> right? They're uncomfortable, but they're oh, going to last forever. For sure, this one's on here. USMC says a vasectomy. Oh. No need to get two of those. You, unless they're reversible. <laughs> I think you just ended the podcast. <laughs> like the whole thing. Like over 149 episodes. We didn't even make it to 150. It's over. We didn't make it. Our yeah, podcast, sorry, you don't have to buy it again. Haney Construction says, Vermont, darn sorry. tough is out of Vermont. They supply oh, some of the Vermont, military see? now. I have six pairs. All awesome. See? Haney Construction. So tell me about it here. Um, the six pairs, like what's what's different about them from, you know, uh, my socks I pick up at Costco? Right. Like what's, are they just as comfortable? Are they, are they similar material? Are they made? Are they built different? I feel like. Yeah, How, like what's the deal? Packline says we are from the same town. Weird, huh? Weird. Who is that? I don't know. Sounds like they're from Regina, though. They're being uh, Western Lumber says merino wool socks and synthetic. Oh, there you go. Well, okay. we're past my level of understanding. Okay. And well, we're socks. socks. We're I don't socked know out. What that means? Uh, a kitchen aid stand mixer. They say is the you'll never have to buy another one. <laughs> so random. I feel like people only started buying those recently. Yeah. I think like so. the last few years. How the do they know yet? Years. Well, they say they've never, like, KitchenAid will replace anything on them. Is that true? Yeah. So it, you basically have a lifetime warranty lifetime on your KitchenAid too? Yeah. Oh, that's a good deal. Aid. Yeah. I bought one for my wife, but it wasn't the KitchenAid. It was a Cuisinart, I think. Yeah. And it broke down, obviously. No, no. Still going strong. <laughs> still going strong. And I bought it from Costco, so it also lasts forever. Oh, right. So it'll last forever. I don't think I even did get it from Costco. Um, And then there are... Another two things they say are luggage and umbrellas. If you buy better than average quality. 
okay. There with with the caveat at the end, sure. I was like, I for sure bought in luggage if more you buy than the once. Cheapest but luggage. I'm looking for eighty dollars suitcases. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the same with. But thong. I I could see that if you drop five hundos on yeah. a suitcase and it's you know it's built different. It's my it's my red ox slogan of the day. Red ox suitcases. Uh, why would you ever need to buy another yeah. one? Yeah, they'll repair any anything Is regardless right? of how old they are. Really? Yeah. So. If you have to get it replaced, is it still on this list? I know you didn't buy it twice, but it's not the same suitcase. The The list was five things you'll only buy once. Fine. Western Lumber says no way to luggage. He's not buying that at all. Red Ox He flies luggage. a lot, though. Okay. He flies a lot between like, Cinnaboya and Moose Jaw. He flies between <laughs> Cinnaboya yeah. and Moose Jaw? I don't know. <laughs> the dude's a traveling takes show. takes a crop duster? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... He spent tons of money on them and the airlines just shit on them. I think that's probably true. The guys working at the airlines, when they yeah. see expensive stuff, they're like, yeah, teach this rich prick a lesson. And that's where I found out about these Red Ox st- uh, luggage. They, that's part of their claim is for, <laughs> for airline employees that treat luggage poorly. They'll do a full replacement on them. Really? Hey, that's if pretty, they don't last, that's a pretty good deal. Um, have you ever heard of the guy, the song, what's it called? Uh, United Breaks Guitars. Was it United? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, it was United. United Breaks Guitars. It was a guy who, um, he was a musician and he, he was traveling somewhere and United, like, they were rough with his guitars. And he saw them do it. And, like, saw them break it. And, like, broke the, I don't know what you call the... Neck? The neck, where the frets are. Broke the neck? Broke it, like, right off. Like, just shattered this thing, whatever. And he tried to make a claim and they're like, nope. They wouldn't cover anything. I can't remember the whole story was. I went to a conference one year and he was speaking at it. So then, because they would do nothing, <laughs> he was speaking. He was speaking. He made a gig out of this man. He was traveling, speaking at like trade, <laughs> like like conferences and shit. Amazing. Yeah, it was a it was a mobile and social media conference, and he was there because of his impact on social media. Like what he did after oh, that, they okay. screwed him. Right? They wouldn't do yeah. anything for like two years. They're like, nope, not our fault. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I, he might even had like a cell phone video of them trashing. It. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, there was evidence there. It was like clearly their fault. They wouldn't do anything. So he eventually was like, you know what? Uh, last chance. You, I'm a musician. Right. Um, Get pay me out for my guitar, or I'm I'm gonna write a song about this. And they didn't, so he did, and so it went viral, <laughs> and like had millions of views. Yep. And, and then I think bad maybe press they, for United. Then maybe they called, but it was like too late. So, anyways, he made it. He ended up being traveling around conferences, talking about the impact of social media and how That's much lucky. power, like think <laughs> like social media gives power back to the consumer, kind of thing. Right. Which, like, holy, that could be a topic for today too. Oh, just That's an accurate statement. Topic? I just I just spit truth right there. You just spit it. Spit some massive truth. Okay, well that was a fun list. That was a list. It was a list. I yeah, there Yeah, good. Good. Well fine then. Are you gonna buy any of those things? I'm gonna go buy some of those socks. I'm curious about the socks, especially since we have some people in the Instagram live that are like backing this claim up. They're like, Yep, they're amazing. I have six pair and I Why only six? Only ever, yeah. What do you why yeah, not right? buy a seven? What do you pair? do on God's Day? <laughs> You wear sandals. No socks, just sandals. <laughs> I ain't leaving my house. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's good. That's interesting. I don't know that I have any of those things, though. <laughs> you don't have any of those things? I don't have a cast iron pan. Why don't you have I, a cast iron I pan? I have luggage, but it's not permanent luggage. Oh, okay. Um, I, what were the other ones? <laughs> uh, KitchenAid sand mixer. KitchenAid. I bought the Cuisinart, so I guess I'm going to have to replace that at some point, mm-hmm. according to this theory. Good tools. Uh, good tools. Like, I've got good... You know, to be fair, a lot of my good tools actually are still working, but there's, they're beat up. Like you use them for a few years and it's like, they're not, 
if I continue to build decks for the next 30 years, there's no way my, those tools would still last. Right. But the average person does not build decks. And you are now... And the average persons average. aren't buying Martinez and stiletto hammers or... That's true. Festool. But think of the Miter saws or whatever. But think of the investment. If you did, it would last. That's the, the whole I thing. actually know a guy. I built a deck for a guy one time. Huge backyard. Who his tools probably would last forever. Because he did buy the best. Like, they, they were well off. He bought... His entire garage was filled full of Festool. But he was just a hobbyist woodworker. Like so everything he looked brand new. Yeah, he barely touched anything. Yeah. Like he would dabble around stuff, but everything was like the best of the best. Right. So, so his is probably one time purchase. His kids are gonna get hundred year old tools. His great great grandkids. Yes. They might. Yeah. Right? They might. Um M3 Fast says you don't need to wear f- uh, socks with flip flops. Listen, we've we've discussed this recently yes. and debatably Debatably, I think you do nowadays. I think it's back it's back, back on trend where you actually you are yeah. supposed to wear socks yeah. with flip flops. Uh, on the seventh day, we do laundry, says Haney. Mm. That's how he gets away with the six pairs. So you just don't wear socks? Yeah, you don't wear anything on laundry day. <laughs> you only have yeah. seven shirts or six no, shirts? No, six, six or everything. And and the seventh day is a complete reset. It's 100% of your laundry goes in and 100%, actually, usually about 97% comes back out. You never know where that sock mm-hmm. went. This is how they can't lay claim to that either. They don't last forever. You will lose one. The dryer will eat one. If you lose the sock, yeah. What happens if you lose a sock? Do they cover that? Well, it says it was unconditional. Sounds like they cover it. Cast iron is the greatest for frying fish, says USMC. It's Very specific. Everything. Very specific. Hitting people. M3 Fast is going to skip the socks and sock strand. I think that's good. Just wait it out. It'll go away eventually. Yep. Um, what else you got, Bryce? Should we just get into this? Or Hit what? the main. How do I what? <laughs> Man, I like those things. I know, so do I, but I feel like for our audience's sake, we should get rid of this, the last part of that one right there. Because I I feel the need to go in the mic every time it, every time it happens. We could just, we could just mute you. <laughs> we probably should. It's like, I feel like that's my way of cutting back in is You're to like, make this oh, sound. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, that's right. I don't feel complete or ready to talk again unless I do it. Oh, that's it's like one of those. Everybody. Did you see ADHD the recent... Did you see the recent um, Ryan Reynolds TikTok with Ooh. Will Ferrell? No, I didn't see that one. Oh. So, you know that song? He's a oh, funny guy. Gonna, they're both funny guys. They're both funny guys. And together, they're two funny guys. <laughs> um, you know that song What is it, on TikTok right now that people are doing where they're, they're singing the five, like, whatever you call it, like the five mm. harmonies or the level, like, whatever. And it's like, what is it? I could be brown, I could be blue. Yes, could be yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that one. Violet sky, I could be... Like that one. So Ryan Reynolds goes in and he sings the like the low one, the next one, the medium one. And then when it's supposed to get to the high where it's like, I can be blue. All of a sudden Will Ferrell kind of steps into the scene and he's the one singing it. And, and yeah. Ryan Reynolds just kind of goes blank face and looks over his shoulder at him and then looks back and then they <laughs> sing the final one together. It's pretty funny. You know what's funny is I actually started that TikTok and never got to the end of it. What I do you just mean? skip. I, the Ryan I Reynolds? Watched, you I missed the good part. The mo- most of it. And I just You missed Will Ferrell step in. Yep. I was like, ah, great job, Ryan. I'm glad you could sing. <laughs> yeah. You missed the whole point. Uh, Haney Construction says, Canada doesn't have naked Sundays. What the F? Get out, or sorry, get with the program. Up Wait. in Canada, we don't designate a day for it. You can go naked wherever you want. We, yeah, we even had a band. Bare naked That's ladies. what we call true freedom up here. Ugh. Right? In the winter, it gets a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little chilly. It's a little chilly. A little chilly in the winter. Yeah. A lot, of, um, a lot of turtles. Uh, <laughs> Good God. 
This is rated, rated PG. Yeah, yeah. Episode 149. Uh, topics. What? Are, yeah, you can uh, spill a whole lot into everything. Read our notes here. Do you remember what we're talking about? No. We're talking about some uh, good places to put a deck that you might not think of. Decks! We put that shit on anything. Anywhere. Or anywhere. Anywhere. So you can tell we're really stretching lately for topics. But so I was at a golf tournament the other day on Wednesday. It was, it was like a, how do I describe this? It was like a dealer, an industry golf tournament. So a lot of dealers there, so some won? vendors, et cetera. Uh, I'm do fairly you, certain Mark Westrom did. Do you play for lumber rights? No, <laughs> no, I sure hope not. My price just went up if that's the case. Uh, no, it's mostly, it's a bit of a, like a modified scramble. It was, it's just for fun. It's for shits and giggles. It's just for funs. But, but Mark Westrom was there and he asked me, cause this was on Wednesday. He's like, right. oh, you're doing a podcast tomorrow? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we should. Tomorrow's Thursday. Oh, what are you doing? I don't know, man. We had, yeah. Call me at 2.50 and I'll be starting to think about what we're, do what we're doing. And so turns out that didn't happen either. We, we figured this out today. Yes. But. It's um, Friday. USMC, are you guys doing a podcast from Deck Expo? Yeah, we have a couple scheduled, so we're going to be doing a podcast. I guess we can start to talk about this. I guess, I guess the answer is no. We're not doing a podcast. We're doing multiple podcasts. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes, we are doing podcasts live from the Decorators booth on the Tuesday of the show. We'll be set up there and a bit of a social get-together there, so you can come to the Decorators booth and... See us do our thing live, and uh, I think they're gonna be doing some party favors there. Uh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> give away party favors. I don't know what that is. It's a children's birthday party, right? <laughs> and then on Wednesday, we're actually gonna be at the fortress booth or trailer uh, as they have. And we're the gonna fortress, be doing some fun fortress. stuff with fortress as well. So if you're gonna be at Deck Expo, you're certainly more than welcome to swing by the decorators booth on Tuesday or the fortress booth on Wednesday. Yeah, and come see us. Meet, Live meet and greet, right? We got we'll have to work wow. up some real good uselessness for those episodes while we're yep. down there. We're gonna do a couple episodes from each booth: a couple from decorators, a couple from fortress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is actually gonna happen, but maybe if I put it in the universe for Scott right now, um, that maybe, maybe, this will come true. But Jason Meyer, the fortress rep up here in Canada, Canada, had said he wants to get uh, t-shirt cannons for us to shoot. Whoa. So it's out there now, Jason. Now you got to follow up. Jason's pretty good. Like if you, if you put something at Jason, he's pretty good at like making things happen. Right. T-shirt cannons. But you might have to get on him about it. You might have to like phone him and be like, I'm mad. And he'll be like, oh shoot, sorry. Okay, I'll make yeah. it happen. Yeah. So it was his idea, but now I'm going to hold him to it. T-shirt cannons. I want a T-shirt cannon. I've never shot it. Have you ever shot a T-shirt cannon? I've shot a potato gun. Have, I feel like it's the easy. same thing. <laughs> easy. <laughs> have you ever received a... Um, no. T-shirt from a cannon. No. Oh, you know what we should do? <gasps> Whoa. Scott. Scott. Because Jason's not in here. You should make this happen. We should be shooting out. What are they called? What are the socks called? Oh, darn tough. Darn tough socks out of a, a sock cannon. Darn tough. T-shirt cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make Who that happen. T-shirts. They're from Vermont. Yeah. So. American made. That'd be fun. Today's episode, we're talking about um, decks. We put that shit anywhere. And so we're talking about decks that uh, you could build that aren't traditional locations for decks that you could build. Yeah, like not on your house. Not on your house. <laughs> that's like, we could have just called this decks not on your house episode. Oh, that's a good name too. Maybe that's what you'll call it when we actually go to post it. Decks not on your house. 
So when you when people think of decks, they think, well, that's what you put on the back of your house. What we've come up with here, this is inspired by you. Well done, son. Thank you. Um, was like you can you can put decks anywhere. <laughs> what? Who needs need a, a ledger board? Like <laughs> the first problem you might run into is like, well, I don't have a house. That's okay. That's okay. You That's don't okay. even you need can, a house. You don't need a house. You can put these things anywhere. I mean, with the, the whole tiny house craze. Oh, that's a good one. We should have put that on there. Kind I of just is. thought of it. So the first, what, what is like, there's just so much notes for this. There's not so, it's like, well, what is all this? This was, this the, I understand. This, this is brainstorming. This is why I started talking that stuff. So number one is Island decks. And I hadn't really like, as soon as you said it, I knew exactly what you're talking about, but I'd not really heard that phrase before. Yes. But apparently it's out there. Um, so Island decks and I, and then I was like, wait a second, that's really cool. My mom actually has an Island deck. I just never thought about it being called an Island deck before. Right. But Island decks is kind of referring to these ground level decks that aren't necessarily, well, they're not attached to your house, but they're kind of off in your yard somewhere. Yeah. In a nice place. Yeah. Like right up against your house is likely not the most beautiful part of your yard. Uh, I wouldn't say so. Uh, but that's where people put decks usually. But island decks allow you to kind of create a usable space out in your yard, but away from the house yeah. and a little bit closer to nature. Which is nice. It is nice. And Yeah. That's why people get out of the city. Right? Right. To get away. Get away. So these island decks, you're seeing a lot of people do them. It's just a, it's just a floating deck, usually kind of ground level. Usually. is most level. common. And people will often put a pergola on them or something or a trellis over top. And that's kind of like their little, their little quaint getaway mm-hmm. to go like their little reading nook or something in the backyard. Yeah. Often people will have like their landscaping usually at the back of the yard is kind of like, I don't know why this is, but we, we tend to, we as humans tend to like fancy up the edge of our, of our, uh, the boundary of our lot. You know this what I mean? This is my yard. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, tradi- like nowadays, this isn't how it used to be. I don't think, but nowadays it's like you put grass in the middle Yep. And then you outline the outside with shrubs or trees or whatever. You kind of like border in your house. Maybe for windbreak, that? maybe for privacy. I don't know. Probably those two things. I just figured it out. I do know. It's you for windbreak and, and privacy. privacy. And so by building these little uh, island decks out in there, you can kind of get it into the shade of your trees and kind of get back into nature a little bit and tuck yourself away. And, and with most houses getting a little higher off the back end, right? Usually the yes the, the, the doors are raised. Now you can kind of get more privacy with your deck without having to put up privacy walls. Haney Construction says in Texas even Canadians can use cannons. Hashtag America. Don't you spell cannons with with three N's? <laughs> <laughs> well, Canon the camera brand is only one N. Uh, what else we got here? Deck dogs. This is interesting. We call them wandering decks. Ooh. Do you think he's being serious? Is he screwing with us? Wandering decks. That's a good name for it too. So my mom actually has a, 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 a wandering deck. I was going to call it a wandering deck that like stuck immediately. Sticking. An island deck in her backyard. It was there when she bought the house, but she's also got a deck off the back of the house, but then she's got some nice landscaping. And yep. then at the back, up against the property line, like up against the fence, she has this ground level deck with a pergola over top. And then we did some renovation on it. We replaced all the deck boards for her this summer or last spring and put up some privacy walls it's got the little pergola over top, and then mm-hmm. she put in a little gas fireplace and some furniture on it. It is the most quaint, cozy little spot in her entire yard. I It is far more comfy, cozy, and like quaint. Is a, that's my word of the day, too. You like that Bil- word. It's built tough, and it's quaint. It's built tough. It's quaint. And it's su- such an enjoyable, enjoyable, cozy little space, much more so than her deck, which, to your point, is built out, out the back right. door at the height where she's like, 
Hello, neighbors. All Hello, barbecue neighbors. up there. Left and right, right? Yeah. It's way up there. It's like, it's good usable space. Yep. But if she wants to get away and just relax and have some privacy, down on the little island deck is the perfect spot. I mean, so. do you usually go sit with your, your mom when you go out there? Like, do you usually sit on the deck or the island deck? I don't visit my mom. Oh. She lives in Regina, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest, though, I went and helped build that deck and I've not actually like sat down in it and enjoyed mm. it. Uh, when we go to our house, it's usually, we're usually inside. I don't know why. I don't, we don't go out in the yard much. No, we do, but I got kids, man. When we go over there, it's with the kids too, and they're running around being crazy. And I'm, so then I'm out there with them too. I'm not sitting in the You're cozy corner relaxing. Cozy corner. But even the name, like Island Deck, that's, it just makes it sound like yeah, a getaway. Right? It's a getaway. The other thing about Island Decks that I think um, is pretty cool is people put so much care into their yard, right? It's nice to like get into it a little more. You have it surrounded by grass and shrubs and yes. gardens. and I think that, like, so, listen, we all grow up as kids loving forts. That's right. Doesn't matter your gender. Forts Doesn't are matter amazing. your age until you're, like, too old. Doesn't, like, we all universally love forts. Yes. All the little boys and girls. Forts. Love forts. Love them. These are adult forts. It is an adult fort. <laughs> right? You could put anything in them. So fun. Amazing. And you don't have to build it out of chairs and dirty blankets. <laughs> yep. So we got a couple questions here. Uh, Precision, Precision Construction says, here I am calling them freestanding decks like a sucker. Yeah, we heard yeah. the word floating deck too today. See, but freestanding, I don't feel like that identifies it specifically enough because a freestanding deck could be at the house still. It could oh, be right. up at the house, just not attached. attached. It right. could be floating, floating or freestanding, yeah. whatever you might want to say. This island is like, like when you think island, you don't picture island right next to where you are. You're like, islands are off in the distance. Yeah. They're you, over there. You can see it from the mainland. Yeah. The main deck. USMC says, trademark that. Island deck. Um, deck dog. They usually, and they usually turn into storage sheds. Just saying. I don't, well, My island deck? I don't know. Stop using it like that. That's not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be cool though? We talked about this. Could you build this? We were like, what's another one, another like deck that you could put somewhere that would be away from something? And we thought like, would you do it off the side of a shed or off the side of a yeah, garage? Would you do it? Your island deck could be off the side of a shed and allow you to use the shed structure as kind of the anchoring point mm -hmm. for some sort of pergola or shade structure or shade sail or something. Mm -hmm. So it yep. could be. And it would have storage for and all it would your have lovely your patio storage. That's right. Uh, question here from Jordan. Oh boy. Whoa. Jordan, Olivia, Ashley. Oh, that wasn't too hard. Together, <laughs> really? together it like, looked like a challenge. Word? And yeah. then I sounded it out. Yeah. Could an island deck work in a small backyard? How small is too small for an island deck? Oh. Listen, Jordan, I just figured out these things even existed about 20 minutes ago. I haven't thought this through. I think an island deck could easily work in a small backyard. I would say an island deck I would want to do. I always say this for anybody building a deck anywhere. The bare minimum, if you want to put any type of furniture on it, is like bare, bare minimum is 10 by 10. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to allow you to do much. That'll allow you to put a small bistro set on it, maybe a four-seater uh, patio table. So I would say at least that. I think... Yeah. If you're just planning on putting one small little like love seat and a, like a little conversation set, mm -hmm. 10 by 10 will be big enough for a little conversation set. And that's probably, that's probably what you're thinking about putting there anyway. Maybe a small little like hammock or a, or, or a, a lounger or something, a couple loungers oh, there. Yeah, exactly. So I would say 10 by 10 small would be bare minimum. Yeah. Now, if you're only planning, we've seen this too. This, these could be called island decks, but you've seen like little garden benches built back in a garden. That's why they call them that. <laughs> And they they often have like a little trellis over top. But right. To put yeah. a nice solid base on that, you could build a small deck. Then you can maybe get away with something smaller. Like five like maybe by five. like a 
Well, yeah. That's really small. I envision it being like rectangular, like five by eight or five by 10 oh, or something okay, like that. Yeah. It's just got a single bench on it. You go there, just kind of like cozy into nature a little bit, read your book. If you're just doing that, that'd be fine. So yeah. it could be as small as that. Right. I, Yeah. I mean, for so, long skinny backyards, it works. And for, a five by eight, you can like that. You could tuck that anywhere. I mean, if all you're doing oh, is yeah. put a bench on it, it could be smaller even. Like four by eight, we'd be plenty of space to put a bench on. A little hammock. Right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Avoid the... F- <laughs> Avoid the furniture altogether and just hang an actual hanging oh, hammock yeah, from the post exactly. of the trellis and like zen out there. Good Lord. I mm. might build one of these tonight. Tonight. <laughs> like I might, after this podcast over, I might head down to the yard, grab some material and. We're changing deck trends Whip this one of these up. God, we're just like importing the industry now at this point. Islands. So I don't think there's any rules around it. How small? It could be as small as you need to be. It depends on what you're doing on it. That's right. Could be really small. Could be bigger. To if you want to, if you want to put a fire pit out there with chairs around it. Well, now we're we're probably getting to at least twelve by twelve. I think. At least. I think a good thing about island decks is there's no rules. Right. There's, that is the thing about the islands. You no leave the rules. rules at home. You don't. I don't even think you have to follow code. It's a vacation <laughs> out there. Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> like at least not here or sat in Regina for the decks less than twelve inches off the ground. You don't oh, have yeah. to follow any sort of building permit process in Saskatoon. It's under eight inches, but in both cases, you could build these out low. Oh yeah. Now here's the other thing we, we talked about this when we were when yeah. we were researching uh, this little concept here. And we were googling pictures of island decks. I absolutely love the sunken deck, and I would oh, still consider yeah. this an island, right? I mean, it's a bit of a whirlpool Do if we're using the ocean it? analogy. Do you yeah, dig man. it into the ground? Yeah. So you have it like level with yeah like, oh how cool is that though i mean i agree anything dug into the ground looks amazing it's badass right like trampolines so google this people go to go to like even just search for sunken deck but search for like sunken island deck and the idea of like yeah your grade level and then you dig down into it and build in some bench seating and a deck kind of below grade level so you actually step down into it it's so cozy super cozy and usually they like often the pictures you see will have a little fire pit down there mm-hmm. you step down below grade level and then you around this little fire pit you and get rid of the patio furniture then yes and do built-ins with some cushions yep, and whatnot. exactly so freaking cozy like i i don't have the room in my house right now but honestly god next time i move and i have some space in my backyard i legit will do a, a sunken island deck oh yeah i think it's so cool yeah so check that out it's really really awesome island decks are more delicious is why says delicious. Construction. no idea where that's coming from uh, Precision says touche Shane. Touche. No idea where that's coming from <laughs> either. Uh, Haney Construction freestanding is what IRC and DCA call them, which is why Scott calls them by the appropriate name. Whoa. Haney. But like I said, that's not descriptive enough. Freestanding Lots of decks deck. can be freestanding decks. Yeah. We're talking about getting away from the house. Yeah. Little getting get, out. Little island getaway. Right? Um, island decks provide a good focus for a sitting area. M3 mm. fast. Hmm? Yes. Jordan loves that comment. Anthony Fast and can really add to the backyard design. I agree. Like this, in my mom's backyard, her island deck is for sure a focal point of the backyard. When you come around the right, come around the corner, like from the front, and you look into the back, it's like that's kind of like the that's what you're being drawn to it. Yeah, it's like there's some nice landscaping, rocks and plants and everything else too, and grass and lawn and a shed over here and whatever. But it's like you walk back there, you want to go to the island deck. Yeah, it's cozy. It's private. Like and it's so usable. Uh, That's the thing that I can't get over. Like. You put like lawn in and that's nice, but then you got to have chairs and you got, you know, you got to cut it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> USMCA says, aren't those usually brick or stone? 
on the sunken decks, I think he's talking about. And ye, sure, yeah, the, a lot of times be. they are. They could be hardscaped, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot, I prefer the look, I think, of the actual, like, plank look wood or composite like decks. Below. Composite I mean, decks, yeah. the hardscape ones look amazing, too. Either way, you can go either way. Yep. Uh, but if you Google the, the sunken island deck, you're going to find more pictures, because you use the word deck, of mm-hmm. plank style. Hot tubs go on them. I mean, possibilities are endless. Deck dog says, "Sounds like a hot tub with no oh, water." Yeah, right, the sunken in ones. Sure, turn the turn the tap on. Yeah, <laughs> and away you go. <laughs> Could be. Uh, yeah. So, oh, touche, Shane, for clarification on freestanding. Ah, because I said, well, freestanding could be against house. Yeah, it yeah. could be. So, man, we spent way more time at Island Decks than I thought we were going to. But I really have become a huge fan of the both the name of these things, and you've gotten me excited about building your own the existence of them. The other thing is, yeah, you could raise them. So that's the other thing we well, haven't that, talked about. And that's actually where we started with this thing, was yes. the idea of getting them up off the ground. Yeah. So you, instead of going down, you could go up. And then now you have, you could have possibly eliminated the need for a shed in your yard. Oh, you're talking about getting up high enough that you can dry space that thing in and use underneath for storage. Yeah. Sure. So you know where you see that a lot, actually, is like a boathouse can be used mm-hmm. similarly to that. Yep. Uh, or at the cottage or at the lake, whatever, you'll find often boathouses that have decks on top. So yeah. beneath is boathouse storage. Up top is a cool little like, and then you've got a beautiful view because you're right on, on the edge of the water. Mm-hmm. So it's another yeah. unusual place that we didn't mention here, but is like on top of like garages and boathouses. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because those are just tall islands. They're just tall. <laughs> They're mountain decks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, number two is campsite decks. So... We actually have a program that we uh, promote here of these kind of, what are we going to call them? Like a mobile, non-permanent structure. Modular. Modular. You're on fire with the yeah. words today. These modular decks. So we, we can we suggest people to build them in these smaller kind of puzzle piece size decks where mm-hmm. you can kind of take it out, you know, five by five sections, take them out, click as many together as you want, make whatever size and shape of deck you need. But you can put these in at... A seasonal campsite. Like, you don't want to do this for a weekend, but if you're going to be there, if you've got the whole thing for the season, yeah, throwing down a nice little 10 by 20 deck out your front of your camper instead of just throwing a tarp down or something. Looks way nicer. So much cleaner, looks way nicer. It gives you a solid, flat, hard surface then to put your barbecue on, you know, kind of level it out and Mm -hmm. your chairs aren't wobbling all over the place and it keeps you out of the bugs and the mud a little bit if it gets rainy. Like, there's a lot of reasons to do it. A lot of good reasons. They're fairly popular and like... I don't know. I think they're great. I, I think we don't do a good enough job of promoting them, but we do have mm-hmm. some people every year that are like, we want one of those decks you posted about, like the campsite. It's amazing. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And away they go. So um, Precision Construction says the island deck can't truly be a fort unless it's up in the air. Unless you put a pergola on top of her. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> that, I said pergola. Is that true though? Like when you built forts in your house, how did you build a fort in your house? You didn't build it no. up. No, you always... Ground level. It's ground... Yeah, use like a table. Hung a blanket over the back of some chairs and stuff. Exactly. You can go up. Pushed the two couches together. I get what he's saying about tree forts. He should just hold his horses here. Yeah. Whoa. So campsite decks. Great option. Good option. Um, next up, treehouse tree decks. <laughs> treehouse <laughs> so, decks. Scott's all... He's a, he's just a leader. I know. In a lot of ways, I right? Know. He should a be leader on leader of the podcast. industry. <laughs> right? He's already been on... Like one and a half percent of our episodes we've ever done. The longest running, like for time spent on on air. Haney Construction uh, clarifies here that a raised island deck with dry st- storage underneath is just a shed with a flat roof. Your marketing background is making them sound sexy, however. That's right. <laughs> right? 
That's fair. It's right. It's just a shed with a flat roof. <laughs> like, good luck selling that. Yeah, we get it. You and want to put a shed with a flat roof in your backyard? A steak's just a cow. Uh, no thanks. I'm just going to. Yeah, exactly. want to put my lawnmower in it. Uh, would you like to buy an elevated uh, island deck with dry storage beneath? <laughs> Shit, yeah, give me two. I'll take two. <laughs> I'll take two. I don't even care how much Can they cost. Can we put a bridge between them? <gasps> to oh. my treehouse. Oh, amazing. Uh, so treehouse. God, this is cool. This is a childhood dream of mine. This is a cool one, but it's very like specific. You need a specific. You need a big tree. Thing. <laughs> have you ever, uh, have you ever been to like, have you ever been to the, like the mountains or the forest where there, where they actually build like tree houses, like people live in them or rent them out as cabins. I've never like, been in one of those tree houses. Googled them. I've Googled them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like, I think that is, would be such a cool holiday. Uh, there used to be a TV show. I don't yeah, remember like what it was called. Treehouse Masters yeah, or something. Where like they that. built tree houses yep. and like not, we're not talking like, we're not right. talking about your daddy's tree house. We're talking about like some pretty pimp ass, like yeah, high end tree houses. Yeah. But that was such a cool show to see the building techniques around how they built those and stuff. Yeah. But a treehouse could, could be a treehouse or just a, a straight up deck, like an elevated deck up in the tree. But again, if you're looking for a cozy place to hang out, and if you if you know if your house if you are in the in the forest in the forest and you do have the trees in the woods, it might be easier to build it up in the trees than it is to build in the ground. You might not have a lot of room in the ground. You know what I mean? Oh, there's a good point with right? the treehouse decks. Yeah, sky decks. We'll call sky these sky decks. So, uh, like, this is a dream. I have no trees in my backyard. This is not an option for me. So far, none of You'd them have been options for me. I have no camper. Tree. I have no room for an island deck, and I have no trees. Do you have a garage in the backyard? I do. So you could build a deck on oh, top I of the garage. Oh, I should have built one of those elevated dry space elevated uh, decks. decks. Um, but treehouse, if you, especially if you have kids, an obvious thing, every kid wants a treehouse, but there's not... There's nothing saying that a treehouse is just for kids. You could actually build like a cool little hangout spot up in the in the canopy of some trees. Oh, canopy, could you imagine like, having a top. bar up there? Oh my god! <laughs> like how cool you that have be? to have a railing but. and like a TV <laughs> and stuff up there. Like you go out there to watch the game and you're oh, 20 yeah. feet in the air in the trees. Like that'd be sweet. Yeah. So put a deck in the trees. Put it in the trees. Number precision construction. Uh, Shane isn't opening more locations because he can't market. Ah, it's cutting deep now. Ouch. Um. Dock. Dock decks. What do you mean here, Brace? This is yours. This is a dock deck. So instead of building a dock just to get further out in the water, a long skinny dock, why don't you put a nice deck on it? Widen oh, it out. Out in the water? Yeah. I love this idea, and you see it quite a bit in the southern states. Tennessee are, um, is an area that you see a lot of uh, boat, like I don't even want to call them, docks is what they call them, but like some really fancy-ass docks. Right. Like there's houses out there. Yeah. But they do build permanent structures out there with areas for hanging out, for partying, for, you know, there are mm -hmm. outdoor kitchens out there. Like it's a full Fully outdoor living space living out on space. the river. Yeah. And uh, our friend Jason Varney has, has, makes an entire docks. living of doing this. Docks and decks. That's right. So that's a great idea if you're in an area that can do it. Unfortunately, here our water freezes. Uh, yeah, you have to pull your dock out. It's tougher to do this here because the docks Much have tougher. to come out of the water yep. in the in the winter or else mm -hmm. they freeze and get smashed up and broken. The, the ice is pretty deadly. Ice wins. That said, the ice can be your deck if you want. <laughs> ice deck. We but you could, you, you could float this thing, though. A floating dock deck. Floating dock deck. A floating deck. Floating deck dock. A literal island deck. I feel like we've named these inappropriately <laughs> now. I feel like maybe we... 
So uh, USMC says in Texas as well, it's pretty common to be building these things out on the um, mm-hmm. on the water. And Precision says that was supposed to be a compliment. I took it the wrong way. Most call it a boathouse? Fine. A boathouse. That's, <laughs> there's a word for it. So here, a little bit tougher. If you're, if your uh, water freezes, if you're in a freeze climate, then yeah, you can't really leave these things out in the water. No. However, you if you can find a way to float the thing and make it movable and you can haul it out of the water, people have all sorts of contraptions built up to get their docks out of the water. Mm-hmm. Some people will build stairs um, from wherever down to the water here. And I've seen people actually put these on some sort of hydraulic system or winch or something or to lift, lift the stairs out of the water for mm-hmm. when the water freezes. So you, if you want to get creative and you've got a bit of a budget, you can maybe make something like this happen. But the idea is you could build the deck out and enjoy the water, like get out in the middle of the water. And that's where your, yeah, that's exactly. where your outdoor living hangout space is. Yeah. So yeah. pretty Just cool. Kind of get yourself away from the house. That's kind of what we're trying to get at with all of these. Yeah, exactly. Um, Haney has dibs on the next Tuds being in New England. Well, let's chat. Uh, <laughs> number five <laughs> is pool decks. So this one was kind of born out of this. This branched off the island decks because you had mentioned like, well, nobody really builds decks mm. up in the backyard. Like an island deck is never elevated. And I said, right. well, it is when it's around a pool. It is. So this became its own thing because this is fairly common for above people who ground. have pools. Yeah. But above ground pools, some people build the pool up and they build a little ladder to get into it or a little landing to get up into it. Cool people. Cool people. The cool people. Build a deck around the pool. Right. With stairs. Way cooler. Way cooler. Because then you can actually interact with people in the pool. You can get up mm-hmm. there, you can suntan. You're not like, I don't know, the idea of getting out of the pool and just down to ground level the grass again and like what you see is the wall of the pool oh, is not very look, exciting to me. It makes it look way better. But build, I've seen some pretty cool like even multi-tiers around a pool before. It's like you get in at this tier and then it kind of elevates up and then elevates up to the pool level and like there's a, a lot of different things you can do with it. Yeah. It's really cool. And then again, once you're up, most of those pool walls are 48 to 60 inches tall. You build a deck that high you can use underneath it again for storage of your pool accessories. Speaking of cool pools. Cool I, pools. I saw I saw an uh, above ground pool where they, they put glass or plexiglass as the walls, of the pool. as the walls, but oh, that's cool. but they're uh, old shipping containers because they're watertight. Oh yeah! Except they cost sixty eight thousand dollars now. They do cost a lot of money, <laughs> but I don't think they're that much. I, th- I think it's like ten grand. Um, no, to get them here is sixty eight thousand oh, yes. dollars. That's expensive. Yeah, the container itself. The container is cheap. Seventy five bucks. It's cheap. Getting it across the ocean, sixty eight thousand dollars. So no, the idea of like building a deck around the pool, this is, this is not a super surprise one. It's, it's somewhat common, but I, I always really like those. But I think for the most part, people would prefer if they, if money and like, there was nothing to consider other than like how aesthetically pleasing and fun or whatever, like people would prefer in-ground pools. It's just that they're a lot more money yes. to do an in-ground pool. But the idea of being at like pool level and be able to jump in and whatever else is what people are after. Mm-hmm. But you can do an above ground pool for like, like a thousand bucks sometimes those Way pool kits, cheaper, like right? not sixty five thousand dollars, it could be a thousand dollars, and so you can do that, but then throw some money towards uh, building a deck around it, so so you can interact and interface with the people in the pool and get in and out easier and like exactly. enjoy beside the water, not on the grass beside the wall of the pool. I just remember that Simpsons episode from the pool, the one where Bart breaks his leg, and then he can't be in the pool. No, I don't remember it. No, you don't remember it. Sorry, it's okay. So there's five places that decks can be that aren't like strapped to your house yeah get out and enjoy nature a little bit that's what every one of these is kind of about i really feel like we missed the opportunity for the uh, like above the garage deck like roof deck 
Who did? We did. We did? We, we dropped the ball on, it on there. Ah, we tried to call it an island deck, but we got called out on that pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. There's some neighborhoods here that I, it's usually older neighborhoods where I've seen some like some living spaces on, on top of a garage. It's, it's I mean, cool. if your garage isn't attached to your house. Right. It's an island then. It's an island. My, I'm sticking to it. You're sticking to it. Get thanks, one. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Take her easy. Go to tuds.ca slash pod shop for some sweet gear like what I'm wearing today. Hey, Peace. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening. <laughs>